Coming to you live from the Morningstar Mission Sponsor Studios, this is Carl and Crew Mornings on 90.1 FM Moody Radio. All right, and speaking of Morningstar, we're going to be out there Friday, save your shekels. Some of you have wondered, how in the world do we minister to people that are on the streets? By the way, when we think about, when we think about homelessness, we need to think in terms of a few different categories. And I really mean this. Okay. Because you've got uh, people that are homeless that have gone through sudden economic challenges, mm-hmm. like boom. Sure. You've got some people that are homeless that have made horrendous life choices, never been coached up into doing anything different. And then you've got people that are suffering from mental illness that are on the streets. So I think we lump those all together. Right. And that can be a real problem. But when you break them out and trifurcate it and begin to see things as they are, you you look at Morningstar and you go, whoa, this has huge potential because mental illness, that's in another category and it's a sad thing and we need to talk and how we can address that in months and years ahead because that's not going away. Right. It's multiplying. But when you look at uh, – the general homeless situation, you've got some people that have made horrendous choices that got them there. I mean, they they just, and my heart's a little bit different than some that are, those three categories, by the way, I've ripped off from um, Jonah, ah, what's his name? He's a big Twitter guy. Help me, guys. I'm sorry, sorry. I can't. I think it's Jonah Goldsmith. Uh, Somebody correct me out there if I'm Mm. texting and give me the straight skinny on that one. But the... um, Jonah Goldberg. I'm sorry. Yeah, okay. just came to me. So Jonah break, breaks out those three categories. I want to give credit where credit's due because when he was uh, doing some Twitter on this, I thought, hmm, that's accurate. And he says he likes to look at it broken out that way because then you can tackle each of those individuals in a unique okay. and different way. But the cool thing about Morningstar is that those first two categories, they're tackling. And they're tackling in a practical way because some people do have a sudden boom, crash hits them economically, and they find themselves on the streets. Mm -hmm. And it's horrific. When you don't have family to prop you up, have you guys ever gone through a tough time in life that if you hadn't had family there, you'd have been in trouble? Oh, yeah. Most of us have. Absolutely. I mean, it's tough. So that's, that's an issue that Morningstar addresses. I mean, bang. Because they've got housing. They right. can take in children with parents or a parent, and they've got solutions, on-the-ground solutions. Really cool. And then you've got people that have kind of a learned behavior that is uh, scarcity, just a scarcity mindset, oftentimes because of horrible words that were spoken of them or the absence of a parent or parents, and nobody trained them. And guys, I got to tell you right now, we got to have compassion because it's it's by the grace of God, if you're listening right now, that you were that you had the presence of someone in your life that gave you guidance and direction. Because without it, you just don't get this stuff. Like it doesn't just come into your head. If you've ever parented a child, you know how many years it takes to make kids not be knuckleheads. <laughs> it's true. I mean, no, it's very true. It takes a lot of years. Yeah. And imagine a child without any of that guidance. They're left to their own devices. Whew, that's a brutal deal. Not told, get your butt out of bed, you're going to school. I mean, that's a practical thing that you got to do. Yeah. So it's, 
it's a heartbreaking thing, and yet uh, I got to tell you, Morningstar's doing the yeoman's job. They're doing a great job, and they're in Joliet. Um, and some of you might say Joliet. Listen, they are getting people from all across Chicagoland. Why? Because people often find themselves migrating to areas where they can get support. Sure. And Morningstar's providing support. It's a cool ministry. They're doing a phenomenal work. And these are salt-of-the-earth kind of people that are out there not only providing meals, uh, winter rescue kits. That's like job one. But you get a winter rescue kit, and now you've set the hook into the souls of these people, and you can begin to minister to them as they they open up. You know, the Holy Spirit's still got to do that work in those folks. Yeah, very true. But, man, you got to afford them the opportunity. So Friday, a lot of you wonder, how can I help? And if you're like any of us in here, we've all wondered, ah, what do you do? Do you give a five spot here knowing that chances are it's going to be a few shots of whiskey for some? Um, What do you do? Um, What do you do with the guy that's genuinely hungry? I mean, we've all had experiences where we handed. Maybe you haven't, but I've had these experiences where I've said, listen, I I don't want to give you some money. Don't say it to him that way, but I'll buy you lunch. Mm -hmm. And I've had some guys go, thank you. I've walked into yeah. stores with guys, get this guy full lunch, load him up. Yeah. And then I've had others say, no. you cuss me out. <laughs> no, that's no thank you. Or, yeah. or, or not even a thank you. Yeah. Well, I've, I've been straight up cursed mm. out. It's yeah. like, yeah, you can take your money and shove it. I don't want lunch. Mm-hmm. So what they're looking for is a fix, yeah. a hit of some kind. But how many of those people, if they had a fair shot, right? Just a fair shot at the gospel and at the love of Jesus would change. Morningstar has those stories. They have those stories. So we're going to be out there Friday, save your shekels, because this is something that you can give to and go, I'm making a difference. Yeah. Because sometimes we don't have the, as individuals, we don't have the infrastructure to vet people, to know what to do. You know, I mean, how to care for, where's this dough going? Well, guess what? Morningstar does. By the way, does every dollar that we give away in ministry come back fruitful? No. No. Yeah, that's I, fair. Sounds hard. But you're right. But true. No, I mean, it, it just doesn't. Yeah. But we entrust that to the Lord. Mm-hmm. And we know that he sees our hearts and he knows what we're up to. So Friday, we're going to be out there going for it. We're in the middle of a topic this week that is near and dear to all of our hearts here. And it's due in large part to the fact that assurance of salvation is something that a lot of you struggle with from time to time. And I, when I say a lot, I don't know how many that is, but there's a group of you listening right now that you wonder, can I know that I know I stand with God and he stands with me? And then there's another group of you that you want to remove the rose-colored glasses from your eyes because you love your kids so much or you love your brother, uncle, spouse so much. You want to see objectively so that you can pray accurately. And nine ways to know you stand with God and he stands with you will give you a sobering but biblical look at children, spouses, friends, neighbors, not so that you can be judgmental, but so that you can exercise judgment and then pray rightly. 
So it's an exciting week this week, isn't it, It really is. And we've got a resource, so we're giving it to you all week. You can go ahead and read these. You'll follow along and get the full explanation each day. But if you want the resource, here it is up front. Just text the word STAND to 312-274-9624. Text the word STAND to 312-274-9624. God convicted you of this. And it just proves that you're his kid. Here's what we're tackling. We're tackling the third of these nine here this morning. And let me just put it in basic terms. When Jesus said, I'm going to go away, and it's to your advantage. I don't have my Bible open to it right now. John 16, verse 8 talks about conviction. But I think it's the verse or two before it. Somebody look this up for me. In John 16, verse, I believe it's 7, he says, it's to your advantage that I go. Yes, John 16, 7. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But when the helper comes. Mm -hmm. But if I go, I will send him to you. And when he comes, he will convict the world concerning sin and righteousness and judgment. That's John 16, 7 and 8. Written to his disciples, or excuse me, spoken to his disciples, and one of the greatest gifts we have, as much as we don't like it, is that the Holy Spirit will convict us. Yes. Regarding sin, righteousness, and judgment. And you you got a question about that maybe, going, well, what is sin, righteousness, and judgment? Fair enough, right, guys? That's a good question. Absolutely. Regarding sin, because this is a general statement of the world is missing the mark and we need a Savior, Okay. God's spirit convicts the world that we are born with our backs to God concerning righteousness. And I believe personally that this verse indicates those of you that are born again now are called constantly to that right standard to be aligned with God, the righteousness of Christ so that you can move with him. So it's a constant nudging from the Holy Spirit, the comforter, It's to our advantage that he's here and he's kind of bumping the guardrails of our life to get Mm -hmm. us aimed at our relationship with God. Regarding judgment, simply meaning that this world is coming to an end. There will be a day when we will meet our maker and we can stand there strong without shrinking back. What a great joy. And yet, sorrow at times. Because if we're honest with ourselves, we go, you're right, Carl. Sometimes the greatest evidence that I stand with God and he stands with me is that God convicts me of this. What is this for you? God convicted me of this, and it proves that I'm his kid. Give us a call, 312-274-9624. Not to be disappointed, we will have Super Die share what this is for you. Well, all will. She started shaking her head in there. (laughs) All of us will. (laughs) No, yeah, maybe just Super Die. We'll find out straight ahead. It's like coffee, but for your ears. You're listening to Carl and Crew Mornings. Okay, I want to give you evidence that, a uh, piece of evidence that our team here is born again. Here we go. What has the Holy Spirit convicted you of recently? Ah, good questions. Should we raise our hands or? I'm just sitting to sit here. I'm like a good pastor. I don't mind a good pregnant pause. <laughs> Man. Well, I can say I'm going to go ahead and say a common one that he convicts me of on a regular basis. I don't want to go too recent because 
you know, I need time for things in my life to develop, but it's happening. No, I, I, I absolutely believe that when there's a resolution to it, that's some of the best times to share. Amen. But I think uh, I, I will say this, that I used to be someone who was totally okay with not telling the truth uh, that often. Uh, and God has completely you, to be clear. Yeah, you are not a guy whose nature is a patent liar. I'm not a pathological liar or right. anything like that. But but, but I uh, I when was, in doubt, leave it out. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> or, you know, you know, some maybe uh, exaggeration to certain things. And and God has taken away my ability and permission for myself to do that. Hallelujah. I know it's a blessing. Praise it's God. It's a blessing. And the quality of my life is greater uh, because if I feel myself starting to go that way, I can feel the little pricks on my heart from God saying, you know what you're doing and what you're doing is not okay. I'm going to need you to, to stop that. And it's great. It's a, it's a blessing on my life. And I, I know I'm God's kid because I never felt that conviction before. Mm. That's Beautiful. That's great. Yeah. Asking you a question right now, Boom Crew. We got 10 lines available. They ought to be lighting up. They should be on fire right now. <laughs> We're asking you a question. God convicted me of this, and it proves that I'm his kid. What is this for you? 312-274-9624. Allie's chomping at the bit to share. Chomping at the bit. Hands <laughs> waving in the air. We'll get with her straight ahead. <laughs> Your spiritual pit stop to keep you going in the race. We're Carl and Crew Mornings. Well, you just heard about it. I'm going to be the extra voice to remind you to sign up for this Israel Flyaway Contest. Moody Radio is sending two people to the Holy Land for a 12-day tour. We're picking up uh, the expenses. $11,000 is what this trip is valued at. So if you've not entered, text the word TRIP to 312-274-9624. TRIP to 312-274-9624. And it's a trip for two, right? It is. Yeah, that's a big deal, guys. Yeah, that's a big deal. Get your name in the hat. Text the word trip to us right here, guys. 312-274-9624. Yeah, it's a long shot, but I guarantee you. Somebody's going to win. Somebody's going to win. <laughs> That's true. Might Better well than be buying you. a lotto ticket. I think the chance that you can win in that thing is like getting struck by lightning twice or some crazy stat. Yeah. I, I mean, so. it's like nuts. I think, I think it's actually way more than twice. I think it's like 40 something times. Of getting struck by lightning? Yeah. I think that's that you have the same chances. Oh, wow. That's not a good thing. No. <laughs> these these are considerably okay. a better opportunity. Better odds. Absolutely. <laughs> love how Allie says, this is considerably a better opportunity. Because <laughs> you aren't buying anything either. Yeah. You're just getting your name in the That's hat. true. Text the word TRIP to 312-274-9624. And Allie promises not to spam you. I, I made her promise. I, I know we had to. But Diana, though, <laughs> all bets are off. <laughs> oh, thanks. She's going to get you signed up for her dance classes and everything. <laughs> that would be fun. Choreography at home. That's right. If you can't go to Israel, you can go dancing with Super Dad. That's right. It's a good deal. I love it. All right. Get your, get your name in the hat. Look at those hat droppers coming in right now. That's great. Sweet. And then I love the guys at text going, could you not tell it to announce this anymore? I got my name in the hat. Yeah, could let's you... just go ahead and keep <laughs> it stop, quiet. Now. Stop right. announcing yeah. it. <laughs> That's Garland Crew Mornings helping you take your next step with Jesus. And this is a cool question we have here today. We're talking all week long about nine ways to know you stand with God and he stands with you. By the way, get this resource. Here's why. You want to pray for a loved one rightly? I have known so many, especially moms and dads, 
who are they're praying, oh, God, get my kid back in church. Oftentimes, with a little bit of coaching, I find out that really the right prayer is, oh, God, get my kids in Christ first, or get my kids mm-hmm. really humbled under the mighty hand of God because good probability they don't know Jesus. Now, the goal isn't to discourage anyone. If you, But if you can pull down rose-colored glasses and look with objectivity at someone that you love through the lens of God's word, I know how easy it is to go with feelings or, oh, my kid did this back there, or mm-hmm. they, you know, they were really plugged in, or they went on a youth retreat and they made a commitment. All, all those events aside, where do you, where are your kids, what, what's going on? What are they displaying in their life right now? And this is hope-filled, guys. This is awesome. This isn't, I know, I know you love your kid. But if you really love your kid, don't you want to know really what's going on and then how to pray for him rightly? Very yes. true. Very yeah. true. Boom. It's a big deal. This is hard to talk about, isn't it, a little bit? It is because, you know, we we hear so many testimonies on the show and it's awesome. And it's it's amazing how consistently we hear testimonies that start with, well, I was raised in a Christian home, oh. I was raised in a Christian family. And sometimes there's a, a lot of times there's a sort of dot, dot, dot. But then when I became whatever age, it became real to me. Or there's some variation of that mm-hmm. where there's this murkiness to having been raised around Christian things and therefore kind of assuming you're in by association or by my family line. You are right about this, Allie. It's really muddy in Christian homes. I, I'm raising my kids in a Christian home, but I know uh, we talk about enough that I have to do so soberly, not assuming that just because they're in church that that automatically means that they're in Christ. Absolutely. So being able, and so then the question is, well, how do I know they're in Christ? I would encourage you, download this. Just send us a text, click the link, and pray through this list. And then I've just put little encapsulations of these things. You can go dig deeper into each verse. But think through it biblically. Where do my kids stand with God? And this will free you up to pray rightly, I promise you guys. It really will. So have the courage to do it. Uh, Don't lean on events or feelings. Feelings for sure. Because parents can feel the craziest things about their kids. And it's usually in favor of little Johnny. (laughs) So check it out. We've got it for you right now. Just text the word STAND to 312-274-9624. Just text the word STAND. Okay, this morning we're talking about the power of conviction. And if it's in John 16, verse 8, where Jesus said, it's to your advantage, verse 7, he says, it's to your advantage that I go because I will send you the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit will convict the world regarding sin, righteousness, and judgment. So we're asking you, how's this going? You've got something, fill in the blank. God is convicting me or convicted me of this, and it proves I'm his kid. Give us a call, 312-274-9624. Let's go to Morgan from Chicago. Morgan, tell us, God has convicted you of what? Not to be involved in gossip. Mm. Oh, right on, Morgan. Way to go. That's a big one, isn't it, sisterhood? It is. You know, and I'm not like, I wasn't one of those people who was like mean gossip, but you know, you think you're not really gossiping, but you kind of are. You kind of are. I love that. I totally get that. It's like, oh, I'm just sharing information. It's just, oh, they need to know, or I found out this little piece of 
You know, it feels good to share it with somebody else. We can really rationalize and justify yep. gossiping. And it's good, Morgan, that honest mo- moment of just saying, this is what it is and it's Boom. wrong. Boom, Morgan. You're in the boom cruise, sister. Way to go. Taking your calls. We're going to ride this pony a little longer because Allie's still chomping at the bit to share. God convicted me of this, and it proves that I'm his kid. 312-274-9624. Give us a call, guys. We've got nine lines open right now. Want to put faces to their names? Just follow Carl and Crew Mornings on Facebook and Instagram. And don't forget, that's Carl with a K. Uh, taking your calls right now. Lines are heating up. People are willing to share their story here. What is God convicting you of that really proves that you belong to him? The fact that you feel conviction about this doesn't feel good, but it proves that you're his. 312-274-9624. All right, let's go lightning round. Allie, give it to us. You want- what, what do you say? For me? Yeah. Well, you know, weekends, sometimes weeknights find me doing a lot of times the same thing. I'm sitting in some gym on the sidelines watching a kid play a sport. And I have noticed that the Lord has been convicting me on getting too emotionally wrapped up in kids and their sports and how they're doing. So easy to do. It's so easy to do. And and it's usually a quiet. I'm not the usually I'm not the parent in there I'd love to see you yell though you know and I'm never barking at my kids and critiquing them but I in my heart I'm too wrapped up in the outcome and how they're performing and and the who how the stand I look, check the standings in their league and who <laughs> I love that it's like wow and, you no know, that's it, real it, man it is I'm real. just I'm it being is. honest and yeah, so it's yeah. like why am I you know why am I thinking about this game tonight when you know that doesn't matter at all it's an eighth grade basketball game but I'm thinking about it and wondering how it's the great. other team is. And, and so it's I just have been convicted lately of why why like I don't want my heart wrapped up in this it doesn't matter it's I want cool. my kids to have fun obviously I want them to do well because they enjoy it but man I don't want to connect any heart or any affection or any uh, satisfaction to that that is honest and that is exhibit a of the power of the Holy Spirit to convict the world regarding sin righteousness and judgment. Conviction is the dinner bell that you are God's kid. What is it for you? God convicted you of this, and it proves you're his kid. 312-274-9624. Calls pouring in here. Let's get a couple really quick. Let's go to Kevin calling in from Earlville, Illinois. What is God convicting you of that really proves you belong to him? Hello? Yep, Kevin, go ahead. Yeah, um, God convicted me of... uh... I don't have to always be right. I don't, you know, pick up my cross and follow him. I don't have to always be the the, the, the right on everything I do. And also um, to be still and know that he's God. That's really cool. Yep. They go together. I'm sorry to walk on you there, Kevin. They go together. And by the way, for all the pastors out there, I would like to speak for them and say, thank you, Kevin, for not needing to be the guy. Who is always right <laughs> because you are a blessing to your pastor now. <laughs> no, it's a good thing, it's guys. It's a great thing. Kimberly and Aurora, what do you say, Kim? Hello? We are here, Kimberly. I'm sorry. My conviction is not having neg- been a negative Nancy or having negative thoughts about other people. Mm. Um, can you hear me? I got you yep. loud and clear. We're oh, letting you go. I'm sorry. Not a problem. Yeah, and so I was in a training yesterday, just long story short, 
and he was talking about the young ladies that wear long eyelashes and, you know, dress provocative. And I had a lot to say, but a part of me feels sorrow for them because I understand where it's coming from. But the colonel side of me is like, girl, take that off. What are you doing? And God is like, no, they're still my, they're my children and they need guidance and love. And that's what they're, they're screaming for attention. So I'd rather have compassion now than more judgmental. I love it. That's awesome. Kimberly, I've seen those lashes sometimes, and I think, my goodness, in the spring, you're going to have birds perching on those suckers, man. They're so long out there. Holy (laughs) smokes. You can house a whole family of 10 on those perches of those eyelashes. I I mean, some of them are crazy. Kimberly, thank you. And sister, that's no small thing. You are getting a boom because that's real life. Totally. All right, taking your calls this morning. What is God convicting you of that really proves that you belong to him? It doesn't feel good, but you go, man, the fact that I'm feeling this proves that I'm his. 312-274-9624. We got a resource for you coming up. Uh, matter of fact, let's give it right now. We got time. Text the word STAND to 312-274-9624. Talking about Jesus and having fun while doing it. We're Carl and Crew Mornings. We're going through the nine ways to know you stand with God and he stands with you. If you've got a call about conviction, bring them in. Keep them coming in. We've got some of you holding on. Stick with us. Uh, This is great. But we're going to continue to walk through these. We're only going to tackle a couple each day here. We might get into a third today. But this, these two, number three and number four, are killer. I love these. Not that any one is greater than the other. They all are great revelations of the fact that we're God's kids. Please hear me. Let me set this up. Whether it's for you or a loved one, a child, an adult child, an aunt, an uncle, a husband, a wife, that you're wondering, man, how do I pray for them? Do I pray that they would grow in sanctification or do I pray for their salvation? Sanctification, big fancy word for growing up in Jesus. But you can't grow up in Jesus if you're not in Christ. And I think a lot of us are are praying and hoping almost like hopeful prayers. Oh, God, get our kids growing up. Oh, God, get them, get them back to church. Maybe they aren't in Jesus. And this yeah. is a watershed moment. Totally. And reading the word of God and God's word is the best barometer for where in the world someone you love is. Maybe yourself. I, feelings are crazily affected by all kinds of other emotions and motivators. Right. Huge. So you got to clear those out of the way, get your rose-colored glasses off, and see objectively why. To be critical, no, to pray rightly, guys. This is a big win here. This is, I, I get so fired up about this because if you want to pray rightly for someone, get some objectivity in your life. If you want this resource so you can uh, re- review all of these kind of on your own time as you listen along, uh, text the word STAND to 312-274-9624, S-T-A-N-D, STAND, to 312-274-9624. All right, coming up in a little bit, we're going to get to this fourth one, and this is going to be fun. You're going to love it. If you're driving, hang on, we'll get there. But first, Hector, thanks for calling in from Chicago. What do you say? What's God convicted you of, Hector, that proves you're his kid? Uh, He convicted me uh, taking a little tiny washer for a water hose. Oh, bless your heart, buddy. I know exactly. It was a tiny little thing. Yeah, it's a little it was it red or black? I know what you're talking it was about. Black. Yeah. Black. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's a it's a little washer. Do you guys know what Hector's talking about here? Not exactly. First off, let me do this. Hector, I'm proud of you, bro. And when God convicted you, man, that it came down on you. It it weighed more than oh, that yeah, washer, man. didn't oh. it? <laughs> it sure did, man. <laughs> I love you, Hector. That is so cool, brother. Triple boom to you, Hector, for that little rubber washer that you pilfered. That's good. You know, these little rubber washers, and I know how this is easily rationalized. It's like they can, what are they how how do they even charge me for it? Right. It, this thing's tiny. Like it's not it, it, no one's going to miss it. It's so inconsequentially inexpensive. I'm just going to take it. Just slip it in the pocket and head home for crying out loud. And then you head home, you got it in your pocket, and you plug it into your hose at home, and you're like, uh, if, if you are. <laughs> yep. Horrible. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely, well, it is. The interesting thing about a lot of these that we're going to be talking about is that this kind of Holy Spirit conviction, if you listen to yourself or someone else for too long, you can easily be talked out of it. Yeah, don't listen to other don't people. Listen to other or yourself, because we can rationalize away things that come on, it's just a washer. Come on, it's just a TV show. I mean, it's not rated R. Everybody else is watching it. You can easily talk yourself out of what the Holy Spirit is trying to do in you, and you end up kind of shortchanging yourself. It's so right on. Okay. Um coming up, I promise you, we're gonna get to the next one. This one you're gonna love. It's like a Cracker Jacks box. You reach in there and you find the next prize. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. Sure. You going to work with me on it? Yeah, I'm going to work with you on All that. All right. Hang on. Helping you start your day off right. This is Carl and Crew Mornings. All right. Shifting gears here, guys. Did you hear that clutch right there? I did. A little clutch action. It's Carl and Crew Mornings helping you take your next step with Jesus. I, I am giddy about this. Am I not? You are giddy. This is really a fun topic, and I love this because I, I always want you to understand some of the most difficult questions and challenges that we face in life, and one of them is assurance of salvation. It's big. I want you to know where you stand with God and that he stands with you, and to be able to assess not being judgmental, but exercising judgment is wise. Please don't be the parent, the friend, the spouse that puts their head in the sand and wants to believe the best or goes by the seat of their pants or feelings that they have. Because our feelings, although they're valid, they're often incorrect. Very true. So here's what we have for you. We've got a resource, and I'm going to be championing this all week long, but I know that some of you land here for a day in a week for like 15 to 20 minutes. So if that's you right now, come get this resource. All you got to do is text the word STAND to 312-274-9624. Nine ways to know you stand with God and he stands with you. STAND to 312-274-9624. This one here is awesome. When you think about evidence that someone is really saved, this whittles it down, doesn't it, It does. This is number four, right? Yeah. Can I read it right off this resource? Read it right off the resource. Okay. This is number four. You are willing and ready to claim Jesus as your Savior. You don't shy away from boldly stating 
if asked that Jesus is the one who saved you from your old life. Your relationships with Jesus, your relationship rather with Jesus is cherished and you're willing to talk about it. It's that just that straight up and honest. So here's what I'm using and citing. So everyone, Jesus says, who acknowledges me before men, I will acknowledge before my father who is in heaven. Now, is this a threat? No, it's a confirmation. See, we, we got to be careful here. Yeah. Words matter. And so a, a lot of people look at a passage like this and they go, oh, boy, this is a threat. No, it's a promise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a promise. Yeah. But whoever denies me before men, I will also deny before my Father who is in heaven. What's going on here? I should have added verse 33 in this resource. Got to make an edit there, Allie. Okay. Yeah, make, make sure I get that one. Um Why is this not a threat? It's not a threat because he's not saying it angrily at us. He's not trying to scare us into uh, into giving him the credit for our life change. He's not trying to scare us into, uh, you know, saying, oh, it was God, it was God and be terrified of him. No, he's he's saying something that is true and something that is hard to hear, but love is there, not not threats and, and trying to overpower you. He's saying, if you stand with me and I stand with you, you will not shrink away at all from telling people about the power of Christ that is in you. Bottom line. Now, be careful here because some of you are thinking, oh, Carl, I get weak in the knees. I get that. I get, I'm Mr. Bold Carl here. I get weak in the knees at times, you know, right, guys? Yeah. But the question is on a pretty consistent basis at work in the neighborhood, if someone were to ask you through the course of conversation, hey, by the way, do you have a religion of any kind or, uh, You know, a question comes up, if there's an inability to proclaim Christ and to explain the power of Christ that's been in your life, and you resist that, it could be a dinner bell that God is ringing to tell you, whoa, do you really know him? Why is this so important? This is vital because I think this is a watershed evidence of whether or not you stand with God and he stands with you. Because when you're truly in Christ, really have a story of God's grace, that thing's going to come bubbling out again. Mm -hmm. There's no way around it. So, again, this isn't a threat by Jesus. It's a promise. If you deny me before, and I'll deny you before my father. If you you confess me before men, I'll confess you before my father. Why? Because... When you've been turned around, you were born with your back to God, and God turns you around by his grace. You now see the Son of God for who he is, the Savior of the world, and he transforms your life. You're going to talk about that. Yeah. Now, it doesn't mean that you're walking around with a placard up or that you're flying a Christian flag off your front porch. But it does mean that you're willing, when asked, to say, Jesus is my leader. If you want this resource, again, text the word STAND, S-T-A-N-D, STAND to 312-274-9624. Text the word STAND, 312-274-9624. Coming up, we are going to wrestle with this one a little bit because this is one worth wrestling with. Hang on. 
Coming to you live from the Morningstar Mission Sponsor Studios. This is Carl and Crew Mornings on 90.1 FM Moody Radio. Couldn't be more thrilled about this week, guys. Couldn't be more thrilled. In fact, about a month ago when we were looking at this week, I was like a kid in a candy shop. And here's why. We get some of you texting in here, and one of your greatest questions is, how do I know that I'm really born again? And sometimes, not as frequently as it used to happen, we get people who are texting in welcome multiple times. And that indicates to me that people have a question about where they stand with God and if God stands with them. So one of the things that we want to do is dispel that. The best way to do it is not for us to kind of talk you into something you don't have, but to go right to the Word of God, and we've done this. Now, this is a phenomenal tool, not just for you, but for someone that you love. Maybe you've got an adult kid who seems far from God. You're wondering where they're at, and you read these nine ways to know you stand with God and he stands with you, and all of a sudden objectivity comes to you, and you're going, whoa, I I shouldn't be praying that my kid come back to church. I need to be praying that God would save their soul. Mm -hmm. Totally different prayer. Yeah, or just sometimes we can default to general uh, prayers of protection for for our loved one, which is awesome, or blessing for our loved one. Again, not a problem with that, but but sometimes it almost feels scary to say out loud, I don't know if my spouse or my child or my fill-in-the-blank is saved, and praying specifically for their salvation almost feels like, whoo, what am I What am I saying here? But that's right but on, Allie. The minute you said that out of your mouth, I'm like, yes. Yeah. Yes. That's so vital. So come and get this resource. Let me give you a heads up right now. Get the resource. Uh, text the word STAND to us here. STAND to 312-274-9624. STAND to 312-274-9624. And these are flying out the door. I mean, that they're just, whoo, just crazy. So great. And just thrilled, Boom Crew, that you are of the mind that says, yeah, I'm willing. Let's pull off the rose-colored glasses. Let's go for it here. So we're on to a hot one right now here, yeah, guys. Yeah, we're, we're, you want to stick with number four here? Yeah, number four. Let's stick with it. Okay, let me read this one to you. You are willing and ready to claim Jesus as your Savior. You don't shy away from boldly stating if asked that Jesus is the one who saved you from your old life. Your relationship with Jesus is cherished, and you're willing to talk about it. Yeah, I think I worded that rightly. Um, but it's Jesus uses this. It's acknowledge me before men. What does acknowledgement mean as a word? Let's just take that. What what does it imply? I think it means to to give due credit or or to give their dues. You know, I give my my dues to Jesus because I recognize He has uh, full full credit for everything that's done in my life, and and so when I acknowledge Him, I'm saying. Yeah, it wasn't me. It was Jesus, and I'm not going to shy away from telling you that. Boom. So I just did something earlier. I just did a thing about homelessness, and I was talking about it. Mm-hmm. And I gave, I acknowledged that I heard it from Jonah. <laughs> Why do I keep spacing Gold- Goldberg? Goldberg. <laughs> uh, Goldberg, great, great guy, by the way. I acknowledged that I got that from Jonah Goldberg. Yeah. When when asked. This isn't even a witnessing passage. It's not. This is an acknowledgement that I am a child of God passage. Mm -hmm. 
it's what it is. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now, you might be witnessing by virtue of acknowledging him, but sure. more than anything else, this is you saying, I'm declaring who my leader is. Yeah. I'm acknowledging in some way, shape, or form that Jesus Christ radically altered my life. Yeah. Wow. So we got a question for you. Yeah. Can you think of a time where maybe it was awkward, but you were pressed to acknowledge who you belong to? It was awkward, but it ended up being a really good thing. I know that's a pretty specific question, but tell us if you can think of an instance in your life. Maybe it was a workplace thing or a neighborhood thing or a friend circle thing where you were pressed to acknowledge, yeah, I'm a Christian. I belong to God. 312-274-9624. Let's go to Willie in Illinois. What do you say, Willie? Hello, Willie. Yeah, this is Willie. Yeah, go ahead. You're on air, buddy. Yeah, you know, uh, Carl, I, I I I had a drug addiction, and I when God delivered me from the drug addiction, I at first I was embarrassed to tell people how I got out. I was embarrassed to tell people that God had delivered me from a drug addiction, and I, and that's how I knew that I was that Christ was in me because. The pride wouldn't allow me to tell it in the beginning. You hear me? Yeah, yeah, I think I do. So did God break you from that little momentary pride and now you proclaim it? Yes, he, he broke me from that little momentary pride and, and and I live it now. Yeah, it's beautiful, Willie. See, Willie's, Willie's hitting on something here. Boom, Willie. By the way, you're in the boom crew, my man, all the way. I love Willie. I, I remember him calling in once before at least and uh, great brother. Here's, here's an interesting thing. Willie hit something really honestly that's so true. The flesh can get embarrassed in a heartbeat. Oh, yeah. Over the most powerful miracles of God. Mm-hmm. Come on. Come it's on, true. church. Give that's me something so here. It's true, isn't it? Yeah. Willie is wrestling honestly with what a lot of us are unwilling to say. Keep Willie on hold. He's getting a Carl and Crew prize pack because he went a layer below. Hang on, Keep Willie. Wi- bring hold Willie on. up in the house. Uh-oh. Willie, hang on. Don't leave. You're getting a Carl and Crew prize pack for your honesty, brother. Good morning. Thank you. You're welcome. Aww. See you there? That's cool. Now, here's the deal. We're going because we are still in these natural bodies. We're in these tents. Mm-hmm. We got the flesh. It's warring with us all the time. And sometimes, like Willie says, I know I did this. God set me free from cocaine and whiskey and all that stuff. And you might say, well, you've been freely sharing that. Not always. There have been circles I've been around that the flesh is going, sounds a little wacky, doodle, man. Yeah. What do you mean God set you free from this stuff? No, he set me free. And when we get past that momentary pride like Willie was talking about. So will there be times when we shrink back a little bit? There, there will be times. But on an ongoing diet, are you willing to acknowledge that Jesus Christ has rocked your world and saved your soul? We want to hear your story. Can you think of a time where you were really pressed like Willie was? Or maybe there was that internal wrestling and you, and the God broke you of that and you went, no, I belong to him. 312-274-9624. Let's go to Kimberly here. Kimberly and Aurora. What do you say, Kimberly? Hi, This good morning again. Um, so I used to practice homosexuality, and I was at a party with, like, everybody was gay. And somehow Jesus came up. 
and 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 inside of me it was almost like I was leaping out of my seat. I didn't want to say anything because I didn't want to offend anyone. Right. But God was like, no, this, this is the time. This is where you have a panel and, and you tell them the goodness of the Lord. And that's what happened. I, I had to tell them that not only was I saved, free, and uh, delivered, that he live and have his way in my life. And that is so much freedom in Christ. It was difficult. Um there was some rejection, but there were some ladies that was struggling and they didn't know how to make that transition. And I was that beacon of light, that salt in the land at that oh. very moment. So oh. I got oh, to thank God for that. Kimberly, wow, I got to meet you someday. Man. I'll tell you right now, if I was planting a church, I'd call up Kim. Well, we already planted one, but I'd call up Kimberly and I'd say, Kimberly, would you be on our core team? Kimberly, listen to me, sister. I praise God for you. Your story and your radiance is so powerful. You are the embodiment of what a disciple of Christ is all about. We're born with our backs to God. We're all missing the mark in many different ways. Yeah, God set Kimberly free from homosexuality. And guess what? She's on air, giving her name, going, that's what God did. I love this. And then she's in front of, I love how you called it, a panel. (laughs) You got a panel sitting there listening. And you unashamedly, and here's what's awesome, Kimberly. You didn't browbeat. You testified to the grace and power of God. And yeah, Yeah. you might have lost a couple of friends. But you shine the light. Sister, I'm proud of you. Keep her on the horn, too. I'm going to give her a Carlin Crew prize back. We're giving them away like cordwood today. (laughs) Love you, sister. Triple boom. Oh, man. We want to hear your story. Keep it coming. This is is incredible. We want to hear those moments when you were pressed and it was awkward and it felt uncomfortable, but you couldn't help yourself but to claim the name of Jesus. 312-274-9624. Oh, my word. If this doesn't fire you up, you, you got, got wet, wet wood. It's a Carlism, by the way. He says it occasionally, all the time. I'm telling you what, that that's like Elijah fire right there. So good. Yes. Ever wonder what happens when the mics are off? Find out on Carlin Crew Mornings Facebook and Instagram. What's up in there, Young Thunder? Nothing. You doing all right? I'm doing great. Having a good day? Uh, great day. I just finished up my breakfast. <laughs> oh, man. It's amazing what he can get done in a song. <laughs> you, no, well, you guys are talking to Charlie Would Dyer, you have another one of those Jimmy Dean things with no. a shelf life at 22 and a half years? No, I had some wholesome breakfast. I had two pieces of homemade banana bread that my wife Ooh. made. Oh, and I had a tangerine. Yes, actually, it smells very good. I'm like, oh, are wow. you eating citrus? Are you eating an orange? Yeah. Because that smells so good, yeah, that citrus. Yeah, no, good. Yeah, it smells One really of those, good here. One uh, of those cutie oranges. Oh, yeah, cuties are the best. They are the best, man. I could just have 20 of those. I think, it, I think I've had probably 10 at one sitting before. They're, They're that so good. good. Yeah, they really are. Oh, man. Pound those things. Mm-hmm. So, no Jimmy Dean today. Wholesome no Jimmy breakfast. Dean. Wow. Well, it'll be there for you in 10 years from now. So <laughs> new year, new don't me. Don't worry about it. <laughs> he could pave roads with Jimmy Dean sausage. <laughs> they use some That's of the a tasty road, man. That's a tasty no, no. road right there. I'm sticking by that road. <laughs> what you got, Allie? Okay, well, coming up, I got a fun question for the team. It is National Compliment Day. Whoa. There oh. is such a thing, National Compliment Day. So I'm going to ask the team, what's the funniest or most memorable or oddest compliment you've ever received? <laughs> oddest, <laughs> f- funniest, 
most memorable compliment you've ever received. And if you've got one, you can text it to us as well. 312-274-9624. Maybe someone complimented you on something very strange or it was just odd or memorable in some way. 312-274-9624. Hmm. You coming up with anything in there? Uh, it's going to take me a bit. Oh, Super come on. You, you guys don't have them? I'm thinking I'm coming up blanks. Odd, really? Say the question again. Most memorable compliment you've ever received. Most it could be memorable. memorable because it was awesome. Could have been memorable because it was very odd. Oh, okay, gonna, okay. So I'm not, not only sh- odd I'm not going to share an awesome one. I'm thinking for an odd one. Odd, memorable compliment. I'll odd. give them a minute or two to think yeah, about we'll it. Think about 312-274-9624. Talking about Jesus and having fun while doing it. We're Carl and Crew Mornings. Yeah, I was going to say I've been complimented by odd people. <laughs> but I don't know that oh, I've ever been complimented oddly. Odd compliment. Odd it's compliment. a tough question. Take it away, National Allie. Compliment Day. Aww. You know, sometimes people say things and... It comes out strange. Yeah. Or, this happened to me a lot when I was working as a local news reporter. You get all kind of strange compliments. So okay. I was, you know, I can't wait for this early one. early twenties. <laughs> so I'm on the local news doing the reporter thing, or do, did weather for a little while. So I I was at an event, and uh, this older gentleman comes up to me at an event, and he had you know watched the news regularly, and he looked at me, and he was kind of uh, I get I don't know surprised and. So he says this was meant as a compliment, <laughs> but he said, he goes, I'm going to go home and tell my wife I met her. She's actually quite tall and slender in person. <gasps> oh, 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 yeah. oh, And it was one of those ones oh, where you no, go, no, 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 oh boy, dude. Thank you. Um, Thank you. Have a good day. Yeah, you know, compliments can be a funny thing. They can Young be. Young Thunder, you've gotten an odd compliment. Yeah, the source of my odd compliments come from Carl's children. Uh, <laughs> so, so this I found oh, out. This is funny. Yeah, I found this out that they've had conversations together about me. And the first one was that. They love you, by oh, the way. Oh, of course. I love them, too. They're great people. Uh, and And they say that I look like an emoji. Because I'm expressive and I think that just the way that my face shapes when I talk or when I smile, it just kind of look like an emoji. And then (laughs) the second thing was that I look like every man who was in an advertisement for the 1960s. Hilarious. Every, but, it, every, but also very true. It's true. <laughs> and it's very true. And uh, and I can't refute it. And I take those things as major compliments. They're just a little odd at the same time. Oh, boy. <laughs> Got lots of feedback from you over text messages. There's some odd complimenters out of there. Uh, phlebotomists always compliment me on my good veins. I guess it makes them look easier. <laughs> oh, no, no. You know what? They do say that. <laughs> yes, that's common. That is the oh, weirdest no. thing in the world. Here's another one. 2226 is my most memorable compliment. It's nice to meet you in person. You do look younger on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's oh my that's goodness. raw. Another one. This is another one in the medical field. 1582 says honest compliment I got was from a doctor reviewing an MRI who told me you have a beautiful brain. Well, thank you. That's well, thank incredible. You. Thank you I've so much. I've never seen it before. Thank, thank you. you. I think. Oh, boy. 
I'm feeling so left out here. Oh, that's I'm going to need to funny. call a. I'm going to have to call a friend, babe. If if you know of an odd compliment that I received, text me. Uh, oh. Super die. What about you? Mine sort of is in, in the same lane as, as Allie just years ago, and it, it happened still, but used to happen quite often. People would meet me or something via radio, and they would meet me and would like, oh, oh, I expected you to be tall and blonde, but <laughs> you do look nice. <laughs> it's, and I was, like, I was like, okay, thank all you. right. Here's Everybody a, expecting me to be oh tall my. and blonde. It's, like, right. it's funny how radio, you have a picture in your mind of a yeah, voice. You don't true. know what is but it, where does it come nice. from. <laughs> that was the best. Now, the coolest, oh, okay. I, I mean, I've been mistaken for lots of different kind of people. Sure. For sure. Yeah. yeah. So I love that. Oh, boy. Um, this is funny here. Um, my wife texted me that our son said to her one day, you're so weird. You're just like Leonardo da Vinci, mom. <laughs> And she said that was the best compliment ever. Oh, Take that one, right? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. so yeah. fun. Here's another one that came in. It's an honest compliment from a preschooler. This person works in a preschooler. They said it has, oh. they have a three-year-old who once told me, I love your small face. <laughs> Preschoolers are the best, man. They're oh, the, boy. They're the best. Oh, oh I did. I did. My wife oh, reminded man. me of two. I was um, I was at Moody one time and uh, this is one of the coolest compliments ever. I had a, a a neat brother come up to me and he said, I've been listening for two years. And he looks at me in utter shock. He goes, I was absolutely certain you were African-American, dude. Huh? <laughs> oh, I, and I'm like, and, but that wasn't once. I've had that happen twice. That's awesome. I had another African-American brother, friend of mine now friend of mine, came up to me and going, dude, I thought you were a brother. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, I'm just a white I, I redefine white guy. Oh, and he's laughing his head off. He said, I thought you, I thought you were black. It's National That's Compliment funny. Day. We want to hear about the most odd, memorable compliment <laughs> you've ever received. Oh. Text us 312-274-9624. Okay, coming up. This is kind of funny. Because I shared this with a friend of mine at my daughter's wedding because I somebody spotted me down in Athens and then saw me at the wedding. Uh-huh. And they couldn't believe it because they had ID'd me as someone. And and my and, and when I told my friend who somebody ID'd me, they thought I was walking through a store. They go, dude, that guy can store rolls of nickels in the wrinkles on his face. Oh. That kind of <laughs> Oh, no. That was his oh, exact compliment. Well, so I'm like, what? oh, great. Awesome. I'll give you the details oh, coming up after news. Coming to you live from the Morningstar Mission Sponsored Studios, this is Carl and Crew Mornings on 90.1 FM Moody Radio. All right, guys, this is crazy. Allie just popped with this, and it's blowing up here. It's National Compliment Day, so I'm asking you, I'm asking the team, what's the oddest most memorable compliment that you've received. Text us 312-274-9624. Another one, this one came from a, a toddler. Uh, this is a mom who said, when my son was little, he told me, I could probably get a job at Marshall's because I'm a really good folder. Oh. <laughs> Imagine watching That's mom a great and dad compliment. fold. It just shows yeah. how kids process yeah, like, life. Wow, you're true. good at folding clothes. You should work at Marshall's. Oh, man, so cute. Very cute. There's a lot of them in here. They're good. <laughs> so I'm at our daughter's wedding. It's the reception. And this uh, very sharply dressed couple comes up. And the woman is just 
effervescently wanting to talk to me. And she steps up. Her husband's a little more reluctant standing there. And she goes, were you at, and it's the name of a grocery store. It's kind of like a Whole Foods only in Athens. Okay. Were you at this store two days ago at such and such a time? I said, it kind of weirded me out because I'm like, yeah, I I was. (laughs) I knew it. She said, I saw a guy walking through that grocery store, and I told a friend, that's Rod Stewart. <laughs> Rod Stewart's in Athens. What? And, and I even followed you down one aisle. Whoa. And, no. And yes, and then I come to Muriel's wedding, and I could not believe it. Rod Stewart is the pastor. <laughs> And I told my buddy, because I thought, oh, boy, good gracious. And he goes, Rod Stewart can store store rolls of nickels in his folds on his face, (laughs) man. He says, I'm not sure that's a compliment at all. I'm not sure either. Question for you. Yeah. Who's Rod Stewart? Jonathan. I I can't. Are you joking right now? I'm going to go out right now and get fresh air. (laughs) Not joking. Are you joking right now? I looked up a picture of him, and he looks familiar. Who is he? What did he do? You know, okay. then- we don't give away good old-fashioned whoopings very often around here. But Never actually. Super die. Go I, give this kid a whooping. I can't even right now. I'm telling you. Well, I hear, in the I hear world? he sings songs. British rock star. Uh, so played soccer. Owned I under- a soccer. Well, football, but owned a soccer team. I understand oh why she confused you. He kind of looks like you. Major million-dollar record. It's not a bad thing. I'm not promoting his music, but I'm just saying he was a... Huge. Well, you told me you love every album he's ever cut (laughs) out there. Didn't you just say listen to Ron Stewart? Well, (laughs) stop. Wasn't expecting that one. He doesn't know who Ron Stewart is. I'm kind of awesome. I am blown away by this. Jonathan. He knows Frank Sinatra, but he doesn't know. Old soul with music. What did he he sing? Well, that's the problem. See, Rod Stewart's 60s, and we have to go further back to 50s to get into Jonathan's. Yeah, I'm like. Yeah, there's a gap in his memory bank. (laughs) Yeah. He knows nothing of the cool years. Yeah. Up 50s to the 90s, there's a. (laughs) There's a a blank. <laughs> All right. We got to get rolling, guys. Yes, this yes. madness is just too much. Yeah. They keep pouring in yeah, here. Yeah, You can keep them coming. We'll share a couple <sighs> more. But coming up, we're going to go back to a resource that we're featuring all week long. Nine ways to know you stand with God. He stands with you. If you've ever wrestled with, am I saved? How yeah. do I How do I know? What about the people that I love? This is been an incredible couple of days already guys and we got at least two more by the way friday do you know where we're gonna be live at morning star morning star morning star we're gonna be out on their campus and uh, they are ministering to people that are homeless and they are doing a powerful job so that's friday kicking off 5 a.m live from morning star you're gonna love it we are gonna be just dial i can't wait i'm so excited to be out there But today we're talking about the nine ways to know you stand with God and he stands with you. This is a resource for who? Let me be really clear. And then coming up here, we're going to tackle number three. Man, I don't know if we're going to get through all these in the next two days, but we'll give it a go. Your number one hub for freedom stories. You're listening to Carl and Crew Mornings. 
All right, guys, uh, it is time now to go to the phone lines. We've got a fun question for you here. Yeah, God convicted you of something, and it didn't feel great, but it's part of how you know you belong to him, because if you weren't his, you probably wouldn't care. Yeah, this is an important one, because conviction is one of the great dinner bells that we are God's kids, for sure. And it's something to celebrate. This isn't something to sh- shy away from. It's Not like, at all. man, this is great. Renee in Island Lake. What do you say, Renee? Hi, good morning. Good so morning. this happened many years ago. I gave my life to the Lord in uh, November 27, 2001. And previous to that, I had a problem with stealing. Friends and I were driving around a neighborhood, and we saw some lawn ornaments and things, and I wanted it for my yard. So we stole them. And a couple of years later, I mean, this is like maybe five, six years later, the Lord one day, we were driving through that same neighborhood, and he convicted me about, you remember that. And you still have that stuff in your shed. And so I went home. He said, you need to go and you need to bring that back. And I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, are you kidding me? (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly what you thought. That's exactly. you got to be kidding me, God. Oh, this is great. Uh, What happened? I'm like, now, after all this time, I'm like, they don't even remember this stuff. So I, but the conviction was, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to listen to this because when the Lord says something, I don't want to, you know, push that aside because I don't want to hinder his voice. For something, you know, so I went home and I brought it to this lady and she remembered the stuff and because the stuff was actually really, you know, she just remembered that. And so she's like, can you, why did you, why now? And I was able to witness to her and share the gospel and what had the Lord had done in my life. And um, I'm praying that one day I'm going to see her in heaven because of that. Oh, wow, oh, Renee. That's so. That is killer, wow. Renee. Wow. That's boom, sister. That's why we call you the boom crew right there. Oh, yeah. No Renee, kidding. that's great. I don't know why I'm in the mood today. Stay on the line, Renee. You get a Carlin Group prize pack. <laughs> you are on a roll. You have given away a lot of these. But I'm not even mad at today. it. No, it's a good it's good reason great. to give stuff away. Oh, man. I just, I love the Boom Crew. It's great. Way to go, Renee. That is a <laughs> testimony. What do you think about that, I, Allie? I just, I love it because God turns what was an initial... <laughs> Man, that was the wrong thing to do. And then he uses it when you make a wrong right and you honor the Holy Spirit and the conviction that he brings. You, then there's this cool opportunity of, of somebody else going, hey, why are you doing this? Yeah. Well, let me tell you. Boom. Okay, we got room for let's get in two more of these. God convicted me of this. It proves him as kid. Maybe you stole some lawn ornaments or a washer or something else. Maybe you lied. You gossiped. God convicted me of this, and it proves I belong to him. 312-274-9624. Let's go to David, first-time caller from Buffalo Grove. Tell us about the conviction you experienced. Well, like I was told, uh, Hopper, I went shopping, I purchased something, and I noticed that um, the cashier didn't ring it up, so I kind of took it home, but then I felt so bad and guilty, so I ended up taking it back. It was like the Holy Spirit just knocked me over the head and said, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> and right there, I, knew, I just opened my eyes, you know what, this is not right. It's like, <laughs> It was a burn off my back. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because you know what? That that cube of butter that you got feels like 40 pounds on your back. Isn't that weird? I mean, it It just. Boom, brother. First time caller, David. Way to go. You are in the boom crew, and we're grateful for you being here. Good stuff. We got time for maybe one or two more here. Thanks for holding on, Laura. What do you say? Good morning. My husband bought a house before we got married. He's a builder by trade, so he gutted it, and he doubled the size. And the doubled portion was a split level. We finished the top for two bedrooms and a bathroom for four kids. Yeah. And then we just couldn't finish the basement. 
And I didn't know, but he tried to not buy the permit for the basement, which was like 300 bucks, maybe 350. It wasn't that big of a deal, but he woke up one day and sat up in bed and he goes, I know what it is. And I'm like, what, you know what, what is? And he goes, I know why we can't finish the basement. I'm like, why? He goes, cause I didn't buy the permit. And I'm like, what, what do you mean? Like you forgot? He's like, no, I wasn't going to do it. And this is not in his character normally, but he tried and the Holy Spirit just convicted him and stopped him. Smoking your man. Oh. <laughs> and from that, from the moment he bought that permit, the rest was smooth sailing in it. So it's not just the blessing of freedom from that, you know, burden, but everything else went so smooth. And it was just a testament to our obedience. Laura, and he's still an awesome man today. Stay <laughs> on the horn. I'm going to give you a, uh, a Carlin Crew prize pack because you. What are you guys laughing at? <laughs> just give it away. Give it away. Give it I away. I can't now. do this every day, but I'm sorry. I just that is such a great story, and I used to, I used to be a builder. Yeah. So there's a heart connection there. I love it. Laura, hang okay. on the line. You and your stud muffin husband get to use this Carlin Crew prize pack. Wow. <laughs> Shelly in Chicago. Final word today. What do you say, Shelly? Hi, um, my name is Michelle or Shelly. Okay. Um, so I was a very aloof and self-righteous teenager. I've been a believer for 39 years. I really struggled with just giving lip service to God, not really showing love to people around me, specifically my family. So I had a lot of teenage angst and I did not really, wasn't kind to my parents. They, I saw them as the enemy as most teenagers do. They, they were very tough on me. I was a good kid, but they were seemed the most strict with me. Growing up, and I used to go to all-night revivals, treat my friends and strangers like gold. Um, you know, my and so my mom, um, I came home really late one night after following this prophet or this prophetess. And, you know, um, if it was a revival or a prayer group, I was there. But my mom met me one night, came home really late, and she's not confrontational at all. And she stood in front of me right, and looked me right in the eye, and she's like, Michelle, Kelly, if you can you can speak in tongues. You can do backflips. You can go to every revival there is and every prayer, you know, all night prayer group. But you have no love. She's quoting. And she walked away, and it scripture. hit me. It hit me in the gut. It hit me in the chest, really. And just I stood there for like ten minutes. I'm like, I am just a clanging. What is that verse? I'm just a making noise, You're a and I'm gong. empty inside. Yep. Clanging gong, an empty great. Like what is it? Um that grave I, I can't remember the verse but yeah making noise lip service to god and i can't even love my own family i'm treating my friends and strangers with love and kindness but i have such animosity towards the people that i live with great conviction and that's been a continued yeah that's been a continued um theme in my life is to love the people that he's put in my life and um yeah don't favor strangers and friends over um, my mission field is my family. Great so. word, Shelly. Great word. Stay on the line because I've got this crazy thing oh. going on. And I'm giving <laughs> this one to her because it was direct, her mom quoted directly from 1 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians 13, 1. Oh, boy. I had to get some rationale. My team's looking at me cross-eyed in here right now. They're like, what in the world? <laughs> Lisa, I'm sorry. that And this, by the way, the party's over, guys. The rest yeah. of this week, I'm not going to go crazy on this. That's probably a good uh-huh. idea. I'm not. I'm not going to do it. But it's just, how good are these stories? They're very good. Just awesome. Just great stuff. Boom Crew. Celebrate what God is doing in you. This is Carlin Crew Mornings.
Try to get at least one more in here. Kelsey in Chicago, what is it that God convicted you of that proves you're his kid? Well, it's actually my husband. Um, he, uh, in high school, had a new student from another country um, come, and he decided he was going to bully him. And then a couple years later in college, he came to the Lord, and the first person God convicted of him to go apologize to and ask forgiveness uh, was this student. And so he did, and then the student was like, why, like, why are you asking forgiveness? This doesn't make sense to me. And so he got to share the gospel with him. He came to know the Lord. And now they both have gone to seminary and are pastors, uh, respectively, in their own cities. Holy Whoa. smokes. <laughs> yeah, Holy and they're best friends. He was in our wedding. Uh, He's in your wedding? Yeah. Kelsey, what a story. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my word. <laughs> that is cool. peel paint amazing. Stay on the line. You're getting two Carlin Crew prize packs, <laughs> one for your husband and one for his friend. Oh Sorry, I got to do it today. All right, stay on That's the line, good. Kelsey. And, okay. yeah, that, I'm sorry, but that's amazing, guys. That's good. One of the best, one of the best stories ever of conviction and the fruit born out of it. My goodness. This is, if this doesn't paint a picture for why you shouldn't just squash away that feeling. Oh my because goodness. her husband could have easily been, okay. This was a lot of years. This was three years ago. I wasn't a Christian. I don't even know how I'd find this guy. I mean, I was a kid. We were both kids. There's so many ways to diminish what the Holy Spirit is trying to tell you to do. Don't, don't because you rob yourself and maybe other people of the opportunity to see how God can use My your goodness. willingness to own what you can own. Yeah, that is powerhouse. It's Carlin Crew Mornings. If you haven't gotten this blog yet, this is one of the last times, maybe one more. We'll be sharing this. Get it, guys. We're going to be tackling these all week long. We've only made it through four. We got five more to go. Text the word STAND to 312-274-9624. Just text the word STAND. Helping you start your day off right. This is Carlin Crew Mornings. We've got a special guest with us this morning, familiar voice to many of you, Dr. Charlie Dyer, professor at large here at Moody Bible Institute. We have a new book that we're featuring of his. It's Experiencing the Land of the Book, A Life-Changing Journey Through Israel, based on the radio program, or the same name as the radio program, rather, The Land of the Book, which you hear Saturdays at 1 o'clock right here on Moody Radio. Uh, thanks for being with us, Dr. Dyer. Hey, Allie, it's great being with you. Thank you. So you've been uh, taking groups to Israel for 40 years. Uh, what changes have you seen during that time? You know, tourism there has grown and it's matured. I like to say I'm a, I'm a Diet Coke-aholic. When I first went, they didn't even offer Diet Coke, and now you can get it everywhere. Yeah. Uh, but seriously, though, the, the roads are better. The hotels are, are better. There's more of them. Sites are more accept, uh, accessible. You can actually have uh, uh, handicapped access in several of the sites. Now, on the downside... Uh, they are more crowded. Uh, in fact, uh, when I first went, there were a few hundred thousand tourists a year. Uh, now there are over four million tourists a year. Uh, traffic has increased dramatically. And so uh, it's somewhat difficult to schedule airlines and hotels. But once you get there, uh, it's just fantastic. Now, this book really takes people on a tour of some of the sites uh, that are commonly visited by tourists, places that you've seen many times. Uh, give us some of your favorite uh, places that are covered in this book. I, I tell people my favorite place in Israel is the Judean wilderness, and we do cover that. My second favorite place is wherever we happen to be on the tour that day. <laughs> and uh, what I really did was set the book up like a tour. So it, it starts in Caesarea and takes people on uh, what my, one of my tours would be like going through the land. 
and I just get excited all over again. I, what I love the most about going to Israel is I, I get to see the site. I get excited by the site, and then I get excited by watching the people get excited about the site. And uh, I tried to convey all of that in this book. It's kind of a written tour to Israel, if you will, with 250 pictures trying to help people understand what it's like to be there and to experience that land. But I do have some other favorite places. Uh, uh, the Sea of Galilee is obviously incredible, and the Garden Tomb is amazing. Uh, those are two of the uh, spiritual highlights, I think, for people on a trip. Now, you mentioned the 250 color photos. I've been flipping through this book. Also, some maps. Why such an emphasis on uh, the visuals? Well, I, I actually wanted it to be a, as close to a sightseeing tour as possible. And uh, unfortunately, so many books, uh, they the, the person's been there, and they've described it, but the average person reading it has never been. And so uh, they're trying to use their imagination. Uh, what I found is that actually visualizing the place, seeing what it looks like, helps the uh, not only the Bible uh, come alive in the sense that you now understand it, uh, but it helps bring the uh, the site itself in, into reality so that when you're reading the Bible, you'll never forget it again. So the more visuals, the better. And, and Moody was gracious in allowing us to have over 250 pictures in the book uh, just to provide that visual grasp. Charlie Dyer, Dr. Charlie Dyer, our guest right now, host of The Land of the Book, of The Land and the Book, rather. And then today we're featuring this book, Experiencing the Land of the Book, A Life-Changing Journey Through Israel. Now, who is this book for? Is this for somebody who's preparing to take a trip to Israel, somebody who uh, loves, would think about taking one, but has not had the opportunity and so is going to kind of do it vicariously through this? Well, actually, this is an author's dream. I actually envisioned three groups of people, uh, and the one is... Is, uh, people who've been to Israel, uh, because once they've been, it's like eating one potato chip. You want to get back, and not everybody can. Uh, I've had more people contact me and say, this this was like going a second time. Uh, so that's exciting for me. But I also wrote it for those who are, who are planning to go to Israel uh, as a way to help them prepare, because the more prepared you are before you go, the more you're going to get out of the trip. But the largest group I wrote it for are people who probably are never going to get there. They can't afford to go. Uh, there are physical reasons for them not going or other uh, family uh, issues that keep them from going. Uh, and I wanted them to be able to get as close as they could to a trip to Israel, even if they've never been able to go. In fact, uh, later uh, today, we hope to send a, a copy of the book out to a friend of ours who's dying of cancer. Uh, he's never been to Israel. He's going to see the new Jerusalem before he ever sees the original Jerusalem. Mm -hmm. But I want to send it to him just so that he has that a chance to experience the trip, uh, even as he's in his bed at home. The book is called Experiencing the Land of the Book, A Life-Changing Journey Through Israel by Dr. Charlie Dyer. Uh, thanks for being with us this morning. You can find that book at moodybooks.org, moodybooks.org. Thanks, Dr. Dyer. Hey, Allie, thank you. It was great being with you. Well, this is the perfect opportunity to remind you of the Israel Flyaway Contest. Moody Radio is going to be sending a couple people to Israel most or all expenses covered. This is $11,000 is the value of this trip. First class hotel accommodations, 12-day tour of the Holy Land, round trip airfare. If you have not entered in to win this one, you're missing out. Make sure you get that entry in because someone's going to win it. Text the word TRIP to 312-274-9624 if you want to enter Moody Israel's to our Moody's Israel Tour Flyaway Contest. Just text the word TRIP to get the entry form, T-R-I-P to 312 Two seven four nine six two four. Hey, this is Carl with Carl and Crew, and I'm so grateful that you listened to this showcast. 
Thank you mostly for being part of the Boom Crew as we help you take your next step with Jesus. You're a huge encouragement to us. We'll be here again live every weekday morning from 5 to 9 a.m. Godspeed.